Welcome to the Story Ninja Podcast. We're finding the fun in our favorite stories and learning what it takes to master the art of storytelling. I'm your host, A.C. Williams. Hey everyone, here's hoping you all had a lovely Thanksgiving and ate way too much pie. I know I sure did. But with the conclusion of Thanksgiving, now it's time to start looking forward to Christmas. I'm one of those old standbys who has to celebrate Thanksgiving first, before I do anything Christmassy. But the day after Thanksgiving, you better believe the trees are going up. Yes, that's right. Trees. Plural. I kind of go a little crazy. I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. My favorite time of year. My favorite... everything. True, after the season ends, I'm ready for the music to change. But in that space between the fourth Thursday in November and December 25th, crank it up, y'all. One of my favorite pastimes at any time of year is watching movies. I love movies. It's such a cool way to tell a story. Uh, it's a really immersive experience. Whether you're in a theater or watching on your own screen, a really well-made movie helps you really feel like you're experiencing what's happening in the story. So movies are one of my favorite things. And fortunately, there are quite a few really wonderful Christmas movies out there. Some of them are new, but many of them are old classics that no remake has been able to capture, at least in my opinion, for whatever that's worth. So I thought it would be appropriate to talk about some of my favorite Christmas movies and why I love them. You might hear a few of your own favorite movies in here, or maybe you haven't seen some of them. Uh, and that's certainly a possibility. Some of my tastes are a little eclectic. Uh, one of my favorite newer Christmas movies was actually a recommendation from a friend. So you never know what could happen. One of my favorite movies might become your favorite. So let's go ahead and start with my list. Let's start with the old classics. The Faithful Standbys. These movies have stood the tests of time and critics alike. The first one has got to be How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Seriously, this story has gone through so many remakes and revisions over the years, but I don't think that any of the redone options can hold a candle to Dr. Seuss's original from 1966. Now, that being said, I haven't seen the latest incarnation. Uh, this one just came out this year, 2018, actually just a couple weeks ago. And The Grinch is voiced by none other than the extraordinary Benedict Cumberbatch. And, I mean, I would go see it just because he's in it. But, I don't know, can you really get better than the original? With the music and the, the narration, oh, it's just wonderful. I mean, I guess it's possible that somebody could do it better, it's just unlikely when you've got something that's such a classic. Dr. Seuss was a master of the whimsical yet meaningful rhyme. I think he may have invented as many words as Shakespeare did. Well, probably not, but you get what I'm saying. Writing in rhythm is difficult. If you've never tried to actually do it, you may not really get just how hard it is to write in rhyme. Finding the right words that match not just the sound of other words, but the rhythm and the pacing of other words. It takes a lot of creativity and a lot of concentration. You can tell the Grinch story is a classic, though, because when you read it, it's easy. It's fun. And it feels effortless to read it, which means it took a lot of effort to create. Moving on, the second on my list of classics is... What else? A Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes, it's also from the 60s, 1965 to be precise, and I have probably seen this one so many times I can quote it from memory, but I love it. 
I love Charlie Brown and Linus and Snoopy and Woodstock and Pigpen and all the rest of the gang. So much of what Charlie Brown goes through feels familiar. The rush and the hustle and bustle of the holiday season, the striving to make Christmas perfect only to fail miserably. Then a friend reminds him what it's really about. It means a lot. And the Charlie Brown Christmas special also gets major kudos for reciting the Christmas story out of Luke 2. Not something a lot of holiday movies do anymore. Next, on my classic list, is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, now, not n- some new animated version. I'm talking about the stop-motion version from 1964. <laughs> Have you seen that one? <laughs> it's... You know, looking back on it now, it's actually kind of creepy. But I can't have Christmas without this movie, guys. And and yeah, sure, it's kind of about Rudolph and being accepted and having friends. But it's also about Hermie, the elf who wants to be a dentist. And Yukon Cornelius, the greatest prospector of the North, who's on a quest to find silver and gold. And, of course, my personal favorite, Bumble, the abominable snow monster. The poor guy, he was never really abominable, he just had a toothache. Have your, has your tooth ever hurt? If you have, you'd know how grouchy can make you. Anyway, last on my classics list. Okay, just to be honest here. Uh, this movie is is only on my list because it's a classic. It's not my favorite. I actually don't even like it that much, and everybody is probably going to want to tar and feather me for not liking this movie. Um, but I don't really enjoy watching It's a Wonderful Life. It's nothing against the movie or the actors. I mean, it's a classic for a reason. It's just not a story I ever connected with. That being said, uh, for 1946, I mean, it's a great work, and it is a classic movie. It's a wonderful story. And... I, I tell you what, every time I hear a bell ring, I can't help but think of Clarence, which also is a lovely supernatural reference if you're part of that fandom. But it's a wonderful movie, and it's definitely worth watching if you haven't seen it. It's an important message about Christmas and what it's really about, not the noise and the busyness of the season, or having a lot, or being a lot, or getting a new job position. It's about being grateful for what you have and thankful that you have it. It's a great movie. Uh, Again, it's worth watching at least once. There are some people who love it, and it's their favorite Christmas movie. Um, Not me. But if you haven't seen it, you should. Goodness, there are so many other classic movies out there, like Miracle on 34th Street or Frosty the Snowman. They're all amazing movies, too, and it's really difficult to keep this list short. So if you've got a favorite that I missed, a favorite of the classics, you can uh, share on my page or on Facebook. You can respond via email, too, if you want. And um, maybe it'll make my list for next year when I do this again. So now I'm going to move on to my modern day favorites. It's kind of funny. Some of my modern day favorites are close to being called classics now. I guess that happens when you get old, right? Well, hands down, my number one favorite Christmas movie is Christmas Vacation. 
Maybe it's because I have such fond memories of watching it together with my family every year. It's one of the most quotable movies out there. Even when it's not Christmas, members of my family have been known to say lines from Christmas Vacation to each other. Like, you couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. For a while, a few years ago, I was making plans to transform my car into a camper so that I could travel around the U.S., and I entitled all of my plans Operation Cousin Eddie. It's got light speed sledding, rampaging squirrels, sewer gas explosions, kidnapping, and enough Christmas lights on a house that you can probably see them from the moon. Christmas Vacation is probably at the very top of my list of holiday movies of all time. But a close second is While You Were Sleeping with Sandra Bullock and Bill Pullman. Now, it's not the kind of movie I ever expected to love. I don't usually do the sappy romances, but oh man, While You Were Sleeping is so stinking funny. If you haven't seen it, go get it. Go get it right now and watch it. It's outrageous and hilarious and wonderful. This is another one that I'll often quote at random moments especially if you're sitting around a table and everybody's talking at the same time, you can just shout out, these mashed potatoes are so creamy, or Cesar Romero was tall, whether it's appropriate or not. Chances are nobody will listen or hear you. They may not even get the joke, but if you've seen While You Were Sleeping, you'll understand. (laughs) It's a movie, it's all about family and what it means to be part of a family, even if it's crazy and strange. It's about being honest and truthful, not just with yourself, but with everybody around you. It's about forgiveness, too. And, I mean, it's just about everything a movie should be. It just happens to be set during Christmas time. And I'm talking about it now. I really think I need to go watch it. All right, moving on. Another modern-day favorite of mine is, wait for it, Home Alone. Yes, Home Alone. It's so funny. Oh, it's an older movie. But at the same time, it kind of, it, it makes me think of my childhood. Not that I was ever left at home where burglars were trying to break in or anything, but something about that movie just reminds me about being a kid and wanting to be older than I actually was. And, oh, it's so funny. It's got all the same themes of family and forgiveness and patience as most of the other holiday movies have, but Home Alone has action and adventure, too. Now, I think this was probably the first movie I ever saw Joe Pesci in. (laughs) Watching it as a kid, I thought it was absolutely hilarious how Macaulay Culkin's character used household items to beat the crap out of the two burglars who were trying to rob his house. But as an adult watching it, it makes me hurt. Especially when the skinny thief steps on that nail. I've done that. Twice! Stepping on nails isn't fun. Iron in the face, that made me wince too. Slipping on the ice, stepping on broken ornaments. Gosh, is this what it means to get old? You watch Home Alone and feel sorry for the bad guys? I don't think I like it. Anyway, if you haven't seen Home Alone, that one should definitely go on your to-watch list. And a side note... Home Alone 2 is actually kind of good, too. I enjoyed the sequel to Home Alone just as much as the first one. But avoid the third one. The third one is not good. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Next up on my list is the movie Elf. Yes, Elf with Will Ferrell. I know, I don't usually like his work. 
Most of the time, Will Ferrell is a little vulgar for my personal tastes, but there is something about Elf that just kills me. It's a little much in some places. It gets to be a little too much, like they're trying too hard with some of the comedy. But the rest of it, oh my goodness, guys. When Buddy the Elf tries the passion fruit spray, there is just something about the noise he makes. I can't stop laughing. I cry because I'm laughing so hard. And then when Peter Dinklage joins the story, it's a scream. It's so funny. So if you haven't watched that one, you need to put that one on your list too. It's great. Next on my list... Okay, this movie surprised me. I I don't normally go for romance-type movies. Yeah, While You Were Sleeping is on my list, but I always considered it more of a comedy than a romance. This one, this next movie, is called The Holiday, and it actually is more romance than comedy. It certainly has a lot of funny moments, but it is, it is primarily a romance. Um... I watched it because a friend recommended it to me, told me it was great. And, I mean, I looked at the cast, and it's Jude Law, Kate Winslet, and Cameron Diaz. I'm sold with that cast. The one thing that I I had a little bit of hesitation was with Jack Black. And now Jack Black is a great musician, but I'm, again, he's not one of those actors who I generally enjoy their work very often. Um, I loved him. In the holiday. I mean, his style in other movies isn't really my cup of tea, but in the holiday, he's great. He's tons of fun. And um, I just, I love everything about this movie. And in case you haven't seen it, I don't think it was very popular. I don't think it was hugely widespread. Um, So if you haven't seen it, basically, it's like an Airbnb romance. These two women, Winslet in London and Diaz in L.A., are tired of their lives and decide to switch houses for Christmas. When they do, they meet uh, Law and Black's characters, and romance and humor happens. It's a truly charming story, and I'm actually looking forward to rewatching it again this year. So, that brings me to the final entry of my must-see holiday movie list. This movie always surprises people when I tell them that it's the best Christmas movie in the world. Sometimes it's because they don't think of it as a Christmas movie, and other times I think they just think I'm weird, which is definitely a possibility. Are you ready? My favorite Christmas movie of all time is Die Hard. Yes, Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie. Hans Gruber and his goons attack Nakatomi Plaza during the Christmas party. John McClane is visiting his wife and children in L.A. for Christmas. The story just happens to be about an average cop who's in the wrong place at the wrong time and just happens to foil a really clever robbery. Besides, who cares if there are no reindeer or guys in red Santa suits? It's Bruce Willis and Alan Rickman and a lot of explosives. What's not to love? (laughs) And that's my list. Of course, there are more awesome Christmas movies out there. No Hallmark movies made my list, as I'm not really a fan of those. Uh, That being said, I did just find out the other day that a friend of mine designed a quilt that's in a new Hallmark movie. I think it's called Christmas Everlasting or something. So if you've seen that one, 
if there's a quilt in that movie, I know the person who designed it. So that was pretty awesome. And of course, there are a ton of other movies coming out around Christmas time this year. Not necessarily movies about Christmas, I don't think, because I haven't seen them yet. Um, like uh, the new Fantastic Beasts movie. I just saw that the other day. I really loved it. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely beautiful, of course. And I'll take any excuse to jump back into the Harry Potter world. But as of right now, when I'm recording this podcast, uh, another several other movies are still coming out that I'm interested in going to see. Uh, one is Aquaman. And if the early reviews are any indication, it'll be a ton of fun. Plus, it's Jason Momoa, so how is it not going to be a ton of fun? Another one that has piqued my interest is Mary Poppins Returns. I was never a huge Mary Poppins fan, but I did enjoy the original movie with Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke. So when I heard that they had cast Emily Blunt in the role of Mary Poppins, I was intrigued. I, I didn't know that Emily Blunt could do kids' movies. Um, from what I hear, some of the original animators from the first movie came back to do the animated portions of the film. And come on, it's, it's Ben Wishaw, and he's adorable. I've only ever seen him in the new James Bond movies as Q, so I'm really eager to see him try something else. And if he can sing, I, it's just going to be hilarious. Now, additionally, two other movies that I know that are coming out this coming December uh, are Mortal Engines and Bumblebee. Mortal Engines? Don't know much about. I mean, I know it was a book series written by Philip Reeve, and Peter Jackson is helming the, the movie. Hugo Weaving is also in it, so it's got a lot going for it. I might just go see it because Hugo Weaving is in it. Now, Bumblebee? Oh boy. If they were coming out with another Transformers movie, God forbid, I probably wouldn't be interested <laughs> But Bumblebee has always been my favorite. He's one of my favorite characters of all time. Looks like this movie is set in the 80s. And it's directed by Travis Knight. Travis Knight is responsible for another movie called Kubo and the Two Strings, which I really, really enjoyed. So, I don't know. I might give it a try, just because it seems to have a lot of aspects to it that might be interesting. Um, regardless... If I get a chance to see it, I'll probably leave a review on my blog so you can be looking for my opinions on that if you care to know them. So that is my list of my, my top 10 Christmas movies of all time, as well as a, a little preview of some movies that are coming out this year. So what about you? What movies are on your Christmas watch list this year? Give me a holler at my email address. Story Ninja Podcast at gmail.com. That's Story Ninja Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. And let me know. Maybe I will add your favorite movie to my own watch list. And who knows, maybe I'll have a new favorite by this time next year. Until next time, everyone, keep writing and keep telling your stories. Catch you later. Thank you so much for tuning in, and be sure to keep your ears open for the next episode at storyninjapodcast.wordpress.com. Or, for more information on me and my writing, you can check out my website at amycwilliams.com. That's www.amycwilliams.com. 
Until next time, keep riding, guys. <laughs>